to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. After a long moment of silence, I finally looked up at his expression. The poker face was back. I took a deep breath. So it's one way or the other. Either there is more danger than you want me to know about, in which case it would be right for me to be there, to do what I can to help, or it's going to be so easy that they'll get by without you. Which way is it? He didn't speak. I knew what he was thinking of, the same thing I was thinking of. Carlisle, Esme, Emmett, Rosalie, Jasper, and I forced myself to think the last name, and Alice. I wondered if I was a monster. Not the kind that he thought I was, but the real kind. The kind that hurt people. The kind that had no limits when it came to what they wanted. What I wanted was to keep him safe, safe with me. Did I have a limit to what I would do? What I would sacrifice for that? I wasn't sure. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Emily. My name is Marin. And this is Remember Remember Twilight. Eclipse-ode. Eclipse-ode. We are talking today about Chapter 19, Selfish. Selfish. Aptly named, I should say. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very, very much. Very good. Last week, we were hanging out. And the baseball clearing, not playing baseball, but instead watching everybody fight each other and also sniff each other. <laughs> it was a meet and sniff. Sure was. Really good. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. Training montage. Everybody in their cute blue and gray outfits. Yeah, they do love a color coordination. <laughs> 
Well, Alice wouldn't have it any other way. No way. <laughs> Bella, though, she has been awake for too long. 24 she is hours. Tired as could be. Oh, my gosh. I remember the last time I was awake for 24 hours. I got very sick about three days later. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I think the last time I did it was literally graduation day. Oh, my gosh. I never did another full, you and Bella. full awake. You and Bella were the same. We are. I did a 24-hour awake because... Um, I was going on like a road trip mm. where we were leaving at like four in the morning and then going to Las Vegas and sleeping over and then leaving kind of early the next day. But we had to leave at like four in the morning. And so I went to sleep at like one, like 10. And then I woke up at one because I was super anxious that I wasn't going to wake up. Mm. I couldn't get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I was awake. We left at four. We drove. We stayed awake all day. We stayed awake until, again, 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I go, guys, I've been awake for 24 hours. <laughs> and they were like, go to, go to sleep right now. <laughs> uh, good night. Good. Please go to sleep. Goodbye. <laughs> so, yes, Edward is be- uh, making a carry of a Bella. <laughs> it's and cute. she falls asleep. Yeah, it's cute. It's like in Tarzan when... Uh, the mom gorilla tries to put Tarzan on her back, but he's a human, he so he can't hold on. on. <laughs> That's what this reminded me of. Yes. Bella wakes up, and before she opens her eyeballs, she's like, the sun is in a weird place. <laughs> yeah. She does a finger stretch out, trying to... Ed, where's Ed, Hello, d- d- Edward. And then she finds something cold and hard as a rock, and she's like, uh, <laughs> gotcha. That's my boy. And he's like, are you actually awake? And she's like, um, I don't know. <laughs> Have I been awake before? And he's like, well, yeah, you've been talking all day. And all she's like, day? oh, no. <laughs> Opens up her actual eyeballs. Wow. <laughs> the sun is in a different spot. Crazy. And Edward's like, do you want some breakfast in bed? And obviously the answer to this is yes. So Bella says, No. <laughs> She doesn't even just say no. She says, I'll get it. Why? Why? If your perfect boyfriend offers to give you food in bed, you go get it yourself? What would Edward have brought to her to eat? Okay. Edward would... One (laughs) Cheerio? He doesn't understand how humans eat. But (laughs) I feel like after this long together, he's figured it out a little bit. I think that Edward would have made her... a proper breakfast he would have done some bacon some eggs some toast some fruit would he have called alice in a sheer (laughs) panic yes and been like i need to make breakfast for bella will you uh, come over and help me real quick actually i think what happened was he she almost woke up like 10 times while she was sleeping all day Mm -hmm. and he was like oh my gosh I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a breakfast when she wakes up. So he's oh, been texting he's been Alice all day. I see. Yeah. And he had it all planned out. And he even made sure he was like, hold on, I got to check the fridge. So he mm-hmm. made sure that all the ingredients were there just in case Bella decided for once in her life to eat. <laughs> and allow someone else to prepare her food yeah, for her. No. Does Bella just have a sheer panic that someone's going to try to poison her? <laughs> And so she's like, I must prepare all my food and not eat too much of it just in case. I can't imagine what the psychological damage is to make you not want to eat. I don't know. I don't get it. 
Anywho, <laughs> Bella's like, I'll get up. Almost falls over, so Edward has to hold her hand as they walk downstairs. <laughs> Bella goes for some Pop-Tarts. Do you think, what flavor? I would go for a s'mores or uh, the strawberry with frosting, personally. My kid had her first pop- Pop-Tart the other day. Oh. It was one of those cinnamon brown sugar. Those ones are Loved right. It. Not as good as the s'mores oh, ones. Man. Pop-Tarts are good. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> Uh, Bella sees herself in the microwave and she's like, oh, I look awful. <laughs> Edward doesn't disagree. <laughs> Idris is like, you had a long night. You should have slept more. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep looking good, you got to get your sleep, baby. Yeah, dude. Um, Bella, of course, was like, then I would have missed everything. You better just accept the fact, mister, that I'm part of the family. Aww. And Edward's like, no problem. Esme's been calling you her daughter since the day I met you, so it's fine. <laughs> Bella goes to take a bite of a Pop-Tart. Doesn't make it to her mouth, though, because <laughs> she notices Edward looking at her bracelet. And she's nervous. And he's like, can I? Can I? May I? He says. And she's like, oh, she does swallow. Well, hold on. She swallows noisily. Was that just the saliva that flooded her mouth upon her being nervous? Or was it a bite of Pop-Tart? Well, let me, let me see. Uh, And first bite. I don't know. I think it was just a nervous gulp. Yeah, a nervous gulp. Not a bite. Nope. Edward takes the little wolfy boy in his palm and just looks at it and Bella's like he's gonna crush it Bella truly doesn't trust anyone but then she's like no of course Edward wouldn't do that but Uh, her first reaction is he's gonna crush it it's just everyone though she doesn't trust a single human being she doesn't oh it's so sad or a non-human being good point good point Edward drops it and she's looking at him and he's he's looking all thoughtful like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, Jacob Black can give you presents. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, he's not mad. He's not throwing a fit, but he's making a point. <laughs> she's like, you've given me presents before. And he's like, mm, how- Bella, how would you do with a regular old hand-me-down? And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know. Like a hand-me-down belt, you know. You're going to wear this bracelet a lot? She's like, yeah, probably. He's like, well, I have something to attach to it then. (laughs) He's being so tricky. Mm -hmm. I need a little representation, don't you think? And she's like, why? And he's like, something to keep me on your mind. And she's like, (laughs) you live there. it's fine. (laughs) No problem. No worries about that. And she's like, okay, so like a hand-me-down? And he's like, yes, Bella. You need to go back to sleep. Yes, it's something I've had for a while. And she's like, whatever. Whatever makes you happy. And he's like, listen, (laughs) there's a double standard going on here. She's like, whatever do you mean? He's like, well, first of all, everyone else can give you things except me. I would have loved to give you a graduation present like Jacob did, but I didn't because I know you don't like it. But that's not fair. Explain yourself. <laughs> and she's like, ah, no prob, dude. I have you. You're way better than anything uh, anyone could ever give me. And you don't need to give me anything else because I got you. I. This is where I get back on the Bella train. 
and I understand it. I do not like getting presents. It makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable because for a couple of reasons. One is I'm very bad at giving gifts myself. And so I always feel like, crap, how can I ever live up to this? Like somebody gave me something and then I'm going to suck and not give them something back. And then the other thing is I always feel like I'm like, I already have you. You're already in my life. And that's literally the coolest thing I can think of. And I feel that way about my friends. Like I, I'm always like, I do not understand why these people like me. And so I feel lucky enough that I have my people. And when they give me a gift, it just is like so overwhelmingly uncomfortable that I almost die. I mean, I've talked about it before. Like I've talked about how I broke out when my mom gave me presents. Like I just can't do it. So I'm like, I get it, Bella. Like that. And that is the first time that I've been able to like verbalize why I don't like getting gifts. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm like, I don't need anything but to like hang out with you. Yeah. As someone whose love language is quality time. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. 100%. Edward sits there and thinks about what she said for a second. And she just is like, the way you regard me is ludicrous. (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. Bella chewed her breakfast calmly. (laughs) She took a bite. She took a bite and a very slow, calm chew. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Edward gets a little ring-a-ding-ding, and it's Alice. And she says something. Edward's not surprised by it. He's like, I guessed that. She was talking in her sleep. (laughs) And Bella's like, oh, no. What did I say? (laughs) Edward tells Alice that he'll take care of it and glares at Bella as he shuts his phone. (laughs) And he says, is there something you would like to tell me about? (laughs) And she's like, "Mm, no. Oh, my gosh. So funny. I can guess maybe what Alice is talking about since she told me to stop making plans last night. But, well, Edward, I do like Jasper's idea. (laughs) Of course you do, Bella. Tell me why. I have to help. (laughs) I have to do something. He's like, I'm not going to put you in danger. And Bella's like, but Jasper said it would help. You can't keep me away. Bella just gets real ridiculous in this chapter, you guys. So ridiculous. So annoying. the dumbest. No, it's not. But it's really dumb. And so Edward's just smiling to himself. And he's like, Bella... Well, he, she's, he's like so smart. He's like, Alice doesn't see you in the clearing, no. Bella. She sees you stumbling around lost in the woods. You won't be able to find us. You'll just make it more time consuming for me to find you afterwards. Mm-hmm. That is like the classic, like, that's what every bad guy wants is to like get the love interest in a bad position so that the enemy or you know the perceived enemy has to be distracted that's what would happen <laughs> Bella's, Bella's just, just uh, well Bella's like aha you didn't remember Seth <laughs> and I know Seth wants to be there just as much as I do and he will let me ride on his back to the battle <laughs> and she, he's like huh Bella well thank you for telling me because now I can make sure that doesn't happen <laughs> they both get a little snarky here Bella's like, but why would Sam even do that if I told him it would help to have me there? And he's like, well, I'll just tell Jacob to tell everyone not to bring you to the battle. And she was like, uh, uh what? Who? Jacob? Tell Jacob people? Black? They listen to him? How? What? Why? He's like, hmm. I guess Jacob didn't tell you, but he's second in command and everyone has to do what he says, too. <laughs> and she's like, Jakey B? 
Oh. Never knew that. Interesting. Hmm. Jacob never had told me that. Keeping a secret, I see. <laughs> Edward then tells Bella about this really, really cool thing that he got to witness <laughs> last night, which is the pack mind. Very cool. And he's like, it was better than a soap opera. <laughs> I had no idea how complex it was. Listening to everyone's individual thoughts and then the whole pack's thoughts, which... If Bella really cared about Edward like I care about Edward, she would have asked him about this. I know. I don't know if she's just like been conditioned to like don't ask questions. It's like a Harry Potter thing. Don't ask questions. And so she's like, okay. But like, dude, ask questions. Yeah. This is amazing. I mean, she saw how like concentrated and focused Edward was that last night. And she knows he can hear minds. But does she also know, like, she knows him well enough to know that he doesn't like to share other people's stories. Right. But he, I mean, he can still tell her how it works. And like, I don't know. I just want Bella to ask Edward more questions for me. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) All she's caring about is her argument. Yes. So Edward is pulling out all the stops. You know, Jacob's been keeping a lot of secrets. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, has he now? Uh, he's like, well, you, did you notice that small gray wolf that was there last night? And Bella's like, yeah. He's like, well, you know how these wolves love their stories about how the wolves are the sons of the descendants of the old wolves and all that jazz? And Bella's like, did someone change who's not a descendant? And he's oh, like, no. no. <laughs> but Leah Clearwater is a werewolf now. And Bella is just like, Leah's a werewolf? She's like, I was too tired at the bonfire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? For how long? Why didn't Jacob tell me? And Edward's just like, well, there's things he's not allowed to share. He was very careful with his thoughts around me. But, you know, I learned all the secrets now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Bella's freaking out. I can't believe Leah was a werewolf. And suddenly all of her actions make a lot more sense. And why she was crying every time they were like, our sons are important. Oh, good. Yada, yada. Wow. And she thinks about how awful it must be that she has to hear Sam's thoughts and he has to hear her thoughts. And then that's just, I get it, a soap opera. Really bad. Poor Leah. Edward snorted <laughs> at this, which at first I was like, Edward, just because a woman has feelings doesn't mean that you don't have to feel bad for her situation, okay? But that's not what he's snorting about. He tells her that he's not sure that she deserves her sympathy. And Bella's like, well, why not? And we learn that Leah is looking at Embry going, who's your daddy? Uh... It's got to be one of these other three boys' fathers (laughs) who definitely had an affair because they were all married at the time you were conceived. Oh, Leah. And this is the kind of soap opera drama I'm interested in. Oh, man. And so is Edward. Also, you've talked about this before, but this is where I'm like, because Edward can perfectly read the entire pack all at once, Uh Everything they think individually, everything they think together, all of their stories, all of their backstories. I mean, he kind of like has an RO power with them just because of how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Edward, is the perfect defense for imprinting. Mm-hmm. If there was ever an issue of like 
anything being inappropriate or awful or gross about imprinting, Edward would immediately call it out. Mm -hmm. And he never does because there isn't. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. He just wouldn't let the wolf pack meet anyone he knew. Yeah. If he knew that there was gross pedophile vibes. (laughs) Especially, I mean, think of it. It's his own daughter when it happens and he's like, eh. It's fine. I don't like Jacob, but (laughs) there's nothing wrong with this part of it. Yeah, so now Sam, Jacob, and Quill all wonder which of them has a half-brother. I think it's Jacob. Just because I hate Billy so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down with that. I think it was Billy. Jacob's never been able to ask Billy about it because he suspects. Oh, man. What if it's true? And Bella's like, wow, how did you get so much in one night? And he's like, it's incredible. They're amazing. I love their minds. We'll hang out with them anytime altogether. So I, so Edward goes, well, she goes, he sounded faintly regretful, like someone who'd had to put down a good book just before the climax. And I was like, wait, books, we need a quillute. We need like a, a books, books. I know nobody wants that. Nobody. That's something that like is like you shouldn't do. And Stephanie Meyer wouldn't do it and she won't do it now because everybody would be like, what is wrong with you? Oh, man, I would love it. I want like a Jacob's a little boy. Like when Bella's first coming to Forks, a Billy, like the older generation, the grown ups. Mm. So like Sam's a little bit older than Jacob. But like, I want the story of. I want the werewolf story. Embry's father yes, is I do too. drama so and little cool. baby Bella and Jacob playing in the tide pools. <laughs> So cool. Really cute. Bella, again, is like, I'm going to be in the clearing, Edward. And he's like, no. (laughs) And then a certain path occurred to me at that moment. No, damn it. A Bella plan. It is a Bella plan, but I'm happy that she brings it up. (laughs) Yeah. So she has this idea and she's like, this is awful. This is the most selfish thing I could ever say. Don't say what you're going to say. She does it anyway. And she looks at him and she says, okay, look, Edward, here's the thing. I've already gone crazy once. I know what my limits are and I can't stand it if you leave me again. Okay, but she's just being so manipulative. She's being just like Jacob Black right now. She really is. Because she has to understand that Edward will not get hurt. Nobody will get hurt. They've told her a million times. They have the advantage in so many ways. And yet she is manipulating him to get what she wants she's doing exactly what jacob does i don't know because i don't feel bad about bella doing it at all (laughs) i do i feel like if you need to set a boundary with your partner you are allowed to tell them i think it's different when you're in a relationship with someone than when you're just friends with someone i i don't i feel i can see i feel happy that that bella is being vulnerable and honest (laughs) with edward okay (laughs) instead of trying to be like well i'm gonna just make jacob do it she did that first but now she's like okay that didn't work so I just have to open up and tell you that I <laughs> will not be okay if you leave me. He's immediately like, okay, 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 okay. Edward is just quiet. He thinks about it for a long time. And then he pulls her into his arms. And she feels really guilty that he's comforting her. Which you don't have to. I think it's fine. <laughs> and he he comforts her and he's like, it's not like that. It's going to be over so quickly. And she's like, I can't stand it, not knowing whether or not you'll come back. How do I live through that no matter how quickly it's over? He again, it's going to be easy, Bella. There's no reason for your fears. Da, 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 da. Everyone's going to be fine. 
And so she's like, okay, well, you said it was going to be so easy that someone could sit out. Did you really mean that? He says, yes. So easy that you could sit out. Doesn't respond. Uh, I know that you're fine with this, but I hate it. <laughs> I think she's being so selfish. Like, she's being the worst. Not Edward. He is, he's the MVP. <laughs> they have Alice. Uh, I hate a Bella plan. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like, so, I don't know. Imagine if like, Arwen had been like, Aragorn, I just simply cannot live if you go to war. And then Aragorn was like, okay. I think that's fine. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Aragorn was like the leader. He, you know, and that's. Uh, I just feel like. Listen, I'll never marry someone who's in the military because well, yeah. I would make that. I couldn't survive I couldn't that situation. Either. That's why I definitely married somebody who is <laughs> very big pacifist. Uh, but I just. I. I just think that if like he is important to the battle and he wants to be in the battle and it's a big deal for him. She's got to let him go do it. She's just being so selfish. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Because this is the like first time on air we've ever disagreed about something. And now I'm like, <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but so I still I. feel like yeah, no, it's I, okay to make these requests to someone you're in a relationship with. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get what you're saying too. So I was like, so which way is it either you're downplaying how much danger there is or you could not go and they would be fine. He sits and he thinks about it for a long time and he clarifies, you want me to ask them to fight without my help? And she says, yes. Or to let me be there. <laughs> as long as I'm with you, I don't care what we're doing, but I, uh, I can't not be with you. Oh, good lordy lord. And so he idiot sandwiches her. Yeah. And he just looks at her for a very long time. He pulls out his phone and he's like, Alice, I need you to come babysit, babysit Bella because I need to talk to Jasper. <laughs> and she says, OK. And she Bella asks why he's going to go talk to Jasper. And he says, I'm going to go discuss me sitting out. Mm. And she says, I'm sorry. And he says, don't apologize. Never be afraid to tell me how you feel, Bella. If this is what you need, you are my first priority. Yeah, that's that's for sure. He's yep. a good. And Bella's like, I don't, I don't want you to choose between me and your family. And he says, I know. That's not what you asked me. You gave me two alternatives that you could live with. <laughs> and I chose the one I could live with. That's how compromise works. She says, thank you. He says, anytime, anything. Oh. And maybe I'm okay with it because Edward ends up being okay with it. I don't think he really is, though. He really wants to go fight. He doesn't like leaving his family without him there. His brain is so important to the fight. Like, his power is so important to the fight. And a lot of things happen there because he doesn't go. Like, that the that one vampire who sneaks up and hurts Jacob, or Leah, Leah. and then Jacob, but he would have been able to hear him. Oh, my stomach hurts. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. They're sitting there staring at each other more. It's all they love to do. And Edward <laughs> asks her who the third wife is. She's like, what? <laughs> How do you know about that? It's like, you were talking about it in your sleep. And she's like, well, 
It's just a story that I heard this one time. <laughs> Alice comes in and tells Edward that he's going to miss all the fun. And he, okay, let's read this. I love to read the differences in, in verbiage between when Edward touches Bella and when Jacob touches Bella. <laughs> cool. Because Edward puts one finger under her chin and tilts her face up ah. to kiss her goodbye. He does not grab her chin and force her to look at him. Anyway, he tells her he'll be back later. He's going to go rearrange things. And Alice is like, it's already done. I told him everything. Emmett's excited. <laughs> and Emmett's like, of course he is. And he leaves. And Alice glares at Bella. And Bella's like, I'm sorry. Is it going to make it more dangerous for you? And Alice is like, no, you just worry too much. And Edward's really grouchy when he doesn't get you his way. And so he's not going to be very fun to live with for the next few months. But it's fine. If it's going to make you sane, cool. I wish that you could control the pessimism, Belle. It's so unnecessary. Uh, yeah, she needs to listen to Alice there. <laughs> for sure. And she's like, well, would you let Jasper go without you? But Alice goes, that's different. Sure. <laughs> it is. Says Bella. It is different. They're, he's a vampire. Bella, Edward would let Bella be there if Bella was a vampire. It's different. It's it's a totally different argument to make. It doesn't make any sense. It's apples and oranges. Alice tells Bella she has to go take a shower because Charlie's coming home and he won't let you leave the house again if you are always looking like a mess. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Sure doesn't. Charlie doesn't care what Bella looks like, honestly. But Bella is entirely presentable when Charlie gets home and is putting dinner on the table oh hold on a sec i just have to throw my book all <laughs> the way across the room Ka-chunk. <laughs> alice takes edward's seat charlie is thrilled that alice is over here he says howdy <laughs> and alice i'm sure is like i see you you know me and jasper together you're throwing in that cowboy talk at me charlie very good big fan and Charlie tells Alice that everyone is still talking about the party and how much there must be to clean up. <laughs> no, she just, it's like when they dusted it, just one big blow, everything's out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Charlie's like, where's Edward? And Alice is like, oh, Charlie, you wouldn't believe this. So uh, my family always goes hiking for the end of the year but I wanted to go shopping and so they're all planning the trip and I'm going to be all by my lonesome with my shopping trip Alice coming in hot with the plan and Charlie's like oh honey come stay with us for sure <laughs> please and Alice smashes Bella's foot under the table a little too hard and so Bella's like ow Charlie's like what's wrong oh I stubbed my toe Bella get some chill and then Charlie's like well Shouldn't Alice stay with us? And so Alice kicks her again, but less painfully. <laughs> and Bella's like, well, I don't know, Dad. Alice doesn't want to sleep on the couch. Maybe blah, 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 blah. And Charlie's like, well, why don't you go stay with her then? Perfect. Okay. Sounds good, Dad. I'll see you later. Thanks for the plan. <laughs> so Alice tells Charlie that they're leaving tomorrow after dinner. So Bella, clear your Saturday plans. We're shopping all day. Charlie again, not Seattle. Alice is like, of course not, blah, 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 blah. They hang out. Um, Edward comes home, says they're leaving early in the morning, so him and Alice leave early. Of course, Edward just jumps <laughs> through the window. 
And Bella asks when they're going to go meet the wolves. And he tells her in an hour. And this is good because it's not 3 a.m. Edward's like, we have to do it before 9 p.m. for Bella. (laughs) (laughs) She keeps asking me crazy things when she gets too little sleep. And she's like, well, did Alice tell you that she's kidnapping me again? And he's like, no, she's not. (laughs) It's me. I'm the only one, remember? And Bella's like, (gasps) we already talked about this. A night. (laughs) Alone. Sexy, sexy weekend. Sexy, sexy weekend. Don't mind if I do, Edward. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about that briefly. No Charlie listening downstairs, checking in on me. No house full of wide awake vampires, just him and me, really alone. And then I did the same thing that my 11th grade English teacher did one day, where she she needed to talk to us about a book that we were reading um, that talked about a couple in the book having sex, but she, because she's a public school English teacher, she wasn't allowed to talk about sex. So she just like drew dots. And in the outline of the word sex, kind of like that uh, Disney movie where all the, all the leaves come up and it says sex. Right. She did that with dots on the board. <laughs> and so I did that with dots in my book. Because <laughs> we don't actually get to say the word sex no, yet. No, no, no. But that's what Bella wants. That's what She's this weekend excited. is about for her. She's like, why didn't Alice say that you were leaving tonight? <laughs> why not wait till tomorrow? This is unfortunate for me. <laughs> the wolf fighting whatever (laughs) we just skip the rest of this and get to the sexy stuff i'm like this is just not what i want to be talking about (laughs) um she's like edward seemed to be fine with the idea of missing the fight which made it very hard not to believe him that this would be super easy they again are the last ones into the clearing jasper and emma are already wrestling Alice and Rosalie are doing some night sunbathing. I know, they're just chilling on the ground. It's so uncomfortable and so weird. And Esme and Carlisle are like doing some finger intertwined talking. Aww, they're having a special I love you moment. Yes. Carlisle makes sure that that happens at least once a day. He's so nice. He's like, I love you. Bella picks out Jacob because turns out there's not as many wolves here tonight. <laughs> so Bella asks Edward about it and he's like, well, they don't all need to be here, but... They didn't want to send just Jacob, so Cool and Embry are here too. And she asks him if he's going to be participating tonight. And he's like, well, only if they need me to help do some demonstrations about uneven pairings. <laughs> and then Bella's like, <laughs> oh no, they're still outnumbered and I'm making it worse. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> Jacob, though, notices Bella freaking out, so we like... <laughs> tries to get her attention she notices him he does his tongue out wolf smile thing again and comes over and she's like she looks at the other two wolves and she's like i know which one's which how why why and when and how because the one there is acting like he wants to go fight the other ones so that one must be i would assume paul but she assumes quill which i guess it's they're quill pretty and similar Embry. I don't know how you can tell. They're okay. Well, it's fine. Bella feels <laughs> confident in her analysis. <laughs> Bella worries about all the same things she's been worrying about for years. Oh my gosh, she's just like they're they're humans and they bleed and they can get hurt and die. But like, it does not matter what they look like to you. They are built to fight vampires and can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just go to bed, Bella. 
just take a nap. Uh, Jacob comes over and whimpers at her, and she says, I'm fine. And Jacob just stares at Bella, and Edward says he wants to know why. Jacob is a growl because Edward's not translating properly. What he really thought was, that's really stupid. What is there to be worried about? <laughs> and Edward's like, I thought it was rude, so I changed it. <laughs> but that's how they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Jacob laughs. Jasper needs his help, so Bella leaves them alone. And Bella's like, you go watch, too, to Jacob. But he looks at her, and he just... He probably does, like, ten circles, at least, before he sits down next to her, right? (laughs) At least. (laughs) As dogs do. And it's cold outside, so Jacob Wolf scoots over and puts his fur on Bella. (laughs) She needs a blinky. She's like, She's a teeny tiny little thing. (laughs) He's very warm. It's fine. But he's still... uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) Is he still Jacob? Is that what the issue is? Yeah, yeah. He's Doc Jacob, though. Yeah. Doc Jacob is so much better than human Jacob. (laughs) That's true. Trust me, I'd be better if I was a dog. We would all be better (laughs) if we were dogs. (laughs) Maybe Uh, every dog is a reincarnated human who was a good person. Maybe. (laughs) Only good people get to come back as dogs. Yes, yes. If you were a bad person, you get to come back as an alpaca. Cool. I don't know. Um, Bella starts to French braid Jacob's fur. <laughs> really and good. he purrs. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I always wanted a dog, but Renee's allergic. <laughs> Never had a dog. Well. Um, she asks him if he's worried. He rolls his eye. His enormous head, his enormous <laughs> eye. He leans his head on her leg and starts purring again. <laughs> She's like, we're going to do lots of hiking. And he does an enthusiastic rumble. (laughs) And she's like, it might be long because Edward chose the route. And one time he made me hike five miles on a date. (laughs) There and back. Uh, But Bella just curls up next to Jacob. And she's like, this is much better than normal Jacob. (laughs) I definitely prefer this. And uh, everyone else just continues fighting. End chapter. (laughs) So she goes, odd that I should find that again here when I thought this wolf thing would would be the cause, would cause the lot. Sorry, let me read that. (laughs) Easy for you to say. (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) Odd that I should find that again here when I thought this wolf thing was the cause of its loss. So she's she's feeling that like old come camaraderie with Jacob that she used to have before he turned into a wolf. Mm-hmm. She's been thinking this whole time that the reason he's changed is because of his wolfiness, but that's not that's not the reality. His change is because of his unrequited love for Bel- Bella. It isn't because of the wolf thing. The wolf puberty made him more likely to turn into a wolf, but all his angst and moodiness is just like it's a normal byproduct of the fact that he loves her and she doesn't love him back. Jacob's never had a lesson on how to act when you love somebody and they don't love you back. Right. Well, and like the way that Jacob feels about Bella, like the amount that he loves her, when you put that into dog form, that's how dogs feel about their humans. Right. No matter what. Yeah. They love them so much. They're so happy. So when Bella sees him in a wolf form, I guess to her, like... It just doesn't seem as weird because that's how animals right. so react she's like, to their people. This makes sense because dogs love humans. Uh-huh. But when he's a human and she's a human, it's like, nope, it's inappropriate. Yep. 
So yeah. it's weird that there is a difference, but there is. <laughs> it's really weird. It's there. It's weird, but it made it it's kind of good for her to recognize that it's different. And it wasn't because of the wolfiness, it's because of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So totally. Yep. That's a chapter, you guys. Cool. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my gosh. You're still here? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Hard Who knows? To tell. But anyway, thanks yeah, if thanks. you are. Um, it's really fun for us anyway. Oh, yes. <laughs> and remember, if your boyfriend offers to make you breakfast in bed, you say yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.